Welcome to the Complete Leader Podcast, giving leaders the tools and information they need to grow and change their worlds. Now here's your host, Dale Dixon. We are getting creative on the Complete Leader Podcast. Welcome. I'm your host, Dale Dixon, alongside Ron Price, Price Associates. Ron, great to be with you today. It's good to be with you again, Dale. We're going to dive into section 1.4 of The Complete Leader. If you're reading the book, the podcast is designed to supplement, add to, uh, hopefully engage you, the listener, to go deeper into this idea of having everything you need to become a high-performing leader. Uh, The podcast definitely stands on its own if you're listening along. But if you want to go to the book, we're in section 1.4, talking today about creativity. And Ron, just before I hit the record button, we were talking about this story of the commissioner of the U.S. Patent Office back in the late 1800s, (laughs) saying something that's just hard to wrap my head around. Yes. Now, this is, I'm not sure how much this is myth and how much of it's fact, but his name was Charles Duell. And in 1899, he is supposedly quoted as saying that they probably should consider closing down the U.S. Patent Office because everything that can be invented has already been invented. <laughs> and I say it's, it's myth or truth. We don't know which because when you research it, there's some question about whether or not he actually said it. But we do know for a fact that the commissioner of the U.S. Patent Office in 1843, a fellow named Henry Ellsworth, suggested that the period of human improvement was coming to an end. (laughs) So these are folks, apparently, that didn't really believe in creativity. (laughs) And how many patents have been filed in the last 120 years? Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Multiples of what had been filed. Even just last year, there are probably more patents that have been filed than were filed in all of the time that the U.S. Patent Office was open up until 1899, just in one year. (laughs) So obviously, um, that's fun to laugh at from from this point of view, um, but we know that creativity has nowhere come close to even seeing the end. Um, But you do say that it's an underdeveloped leadership skill. Why is that? Well, first of all, because we have research that tells us that. We, we research, we measure leaders and their leadership skills. We look at their perceptions, their self-concept around their creativity. And in North America, the mean score, if we were to plot people's mastery of creativity as a skill between zero to 100, the mean in North America is 56 out of 100. So not exactly what you would call a passing grade. No, not at all. What are some of the reasons as, you, as you're engaging leaders and you, you start talking about new ideas, what do you see as the reasons behind that type of a score? Well, I think part of it is that most people fundamentally don't see themselves as being creative. And so I think it begins with their self-concept. They, they think of somebody else. They think of Walt Disney or they think of a Steve Jobs or they think of... Um, Elon Musk, or they think of somebody else and say, well, they're creative, but I'm not. But underneath that, part of the things that hold us back, I think actually a lot of people, they've got dormant creativity that's not coming out. And one of the things that holds that back and makes them feel that they're not creative is what I think we should refer to as premature judgment. It's like we come up with an idea and we automatically say that's a bad idea. Oh, that's a stupid, why did I even think of that? That would never work. So we, we spend all of our time judging our ideas and 
we're really shutting down the brain's interest in creating more ideas. So it's this mindset, I call it the adult mindset, sorry to say, that we have to make judgments about everything. In contrast, a playful child mindset suspends judgment in favor of curiosity and exploration. And I just see this come alive every time I watch my granddaughters. It's amazing to me to watch how free they are to be creative because they don't, they're not making judgments about whether they're creative. They're just doing it. So I think that's the big number one reason that we hold back. Second reason we hold back is we just don't have enough time. We're so busy getting things done, so busy with our tasks and our problems and things like that, that we don't take the time to nurture creativity as a skill. And uh, Courtney Fighter Dale is one of our team members at Price Associates. She's written a wonderful book called I Heart Creativity. So you, the idea of I love that, that heart that was used in New York. I love New York. In her case, it's I love creativity. And what she talks about in her book that really struck me the first time I heard her talking about it is creativity prohibition. This idea that we get shut down, that we're told, we don't need you to be creative at work. We need you to get your work done. We don't have time for that kind of behavior around here. And I think that holds a lot of us back and it keeps us living in the status quo instead of creating a beautiful future, which is a phrase I love that uh, Evans Bayek came up with another, another team member who is also extremely creative. So let's define this idea of creativity and, and hopefully in defining creativity, the word and, and the topic that we're diving into today, people will start to see glimmers of, of hope and glimmers of creativity in themselves because we've clearly defined the topic. Yeah, well, I think it's really simple. It's about coming up with new ideas, new thoughts, new expressions how we generate and apply them. And in, in this case, we're talking about how we apply them in the context of leadership. So I think oftentimes we don't think of ourselves as creative because we don't recognize what a broad spectrum of ways that we can be creative. And so that's one of the things that I, I often will talk with leaders about who tell me that they don't feel they're creative. It, it reminds me, and we write about this in The Complete Leader, of a book written by Graham Wallace. The title of the book was The Art of Thought. And just that title to me is an interesting one to contemplate. But in this book, he identifies two very specific and different kinds of creativity. The first one he calls compositional creativity. And what he means by this is it's a structured, step-by-step, -step, incremental, or you might refer to it as a more of an intellectual approach to creativity, where we just keep building insight upon insight upon insight, almost like a scientist using the scientific method where you experiment and learn and experiment and learn and you build it over time. The other kind of creativity that he re uh, refers to in his book is improvisational creativity. So this is more instinctual, it's more intuitive. And the reality is, if you've ever studied improvisation, it still has some structure to it, but it's not as much structure. It's, it has a lot, it has much broader boundaries, a lot more opportunity to explore. And based on our experience working with leaders, I think of those two as being extremes on a continuum of creativity. So at one end, you have improvisational or what we refer to as instinctual creativity, where somebody just has the ability to generate lots and lots and lots and lots of ideas. They have fun creating those ideas. 
And at the other end of the spectrum, we have what we call intellectual creativity. Somebody who wants to go step by step incrementally. They're no less creative. It's just a different kind of creative. And in between, we have combinations of both. We have people that might be 60% intellectual and 40% uh, instinctual. Or they may be 70% instinctual and 30%. Or we have some folks we discover who are naturally. This is their natural talent. They may be 50-50. They're always balancing the instinctual approach and the intellectual approach. So when we understand that there is this wide spectrum of ways to be creative and to express it, it's a little bit easier to begin to see why we say that everybody's creative. And then, of course, Dale, you add to that that old, I think it's an English proverb that says that necessity is the mother of invention. That means that sometimes creativity is stimulated or activated by something happening outside of us, which makes us feel the need to bring this creative talent alive and to begin looking for new solutions. So let's talk about some of the things that we can take away from this discussion today. And when we think about ourselves as creative beings and what that means and, and how do we tap into that creativity and, and um, accept the fact that we all are creative. Each and every individual is creative. Yep. So first, I think it's important to realize that creativity is both natural and learned. So the natural part of it, we refer to as a talent. It's something that you were just given. And I think it's a human endowment. I think that with very, very few exceptions, because maybe of a physical impairment or something, everybody is creative naturally in different ways, but we're all creative naturally. And then everybody can develop it as a learned capability. Everybody can develop it as a skill through practice and insight. So that's the first thing is that we've all got creativity and we can all grow creativity as a skill. There are a lot of different kinds of creativity all along this spectrum of instinctual or improvisational creativity to the other side, which would be intellectual or compositional creativity. And most of us have some combination of both of them. We tend to lean one way or the other, so we feel a little bit more confident in one of those approaches than the other, but we can all learn how to develop both kinds of creativity, improvisational and compositional, or instinctual and intellectual. So give me some ways that I can improve my creativity, the listeners can improve their creativity in the coming week. Okay, so there's a lot more to talk about with creativity. So we're not done with our conversation, but I love when we get to this question that you always ask me, Ron, make it practical. So here's some action steps. First of all, learn to set aside some time as a habit to start making lists of ideas. What I'll do is I'll, I'll state a problem or a topic at the top of a piece of paper, and then I'll start writing down every idea that enters my mind. And it's not about good ideas. It's about just capturing as many ideas as I can come up with. And it's not just solutions. I just start recording whatever's passing through my mind. And it may not be words. It may be pictures. There are so many different ways that you can begin to be creative by just picking up a pen or a pencil and start writing, drawing, capturing what you're thinking on a piece of paper. The more With, you do, without judgment, right? I mean, yeah, this is—it's you're not trying to solve anything. You're trying to 
practice creativity. So it's about quantity of ideas. It's about the different kinds of ideas, the different ways of expressing those ideas. In this stage, it's never about the quality of the ideas. And if you can separate quantity from quality, you're on your way to becoming more creative. So that's number one. You're learning how to generate those ideas without making judgments. So you're not trying to solve any problems yet. That'll come in time. You're just trying to push the boundaries with your thinking. See how crazy you can get with your ideas and stretch your mind's way of thinking creative, uh, creatively. Then next, see if you can see where you fall or observe where you fall on the continuum from instinctual to intellectual creativity. Are you somebody who has more fun and finds it more natural to generate these ideas? Or are you somebody who likes to be more studious, more scientific? You know, Dale, one of the things that we do in working with leaders is we measure these tendencies. And one of the ways we measure them is by looking at their behavioral traits. And we can, we can measure with quite a bit of accuracy where somebody falls on that spectrum between being instinctual and being intellectual and how that's going to help them to develop their own unique brand of creativity. So there are a lot of different ways of expressing that creativity. That's probably something for our next conversation. Fantastic. I was going to say, tell us a little bit about what's going to happen during, our, during the next podcast as we dive deeper into creativity. Well, we're, we're going to think creative, creatively about creativity. I, I'm, I'm, because I'm interested in this topic, and I think it's a very important skill for leaders in order to be clear thinkers, I spend a lot of time observing other people, trying to identify what's unique about their creativity. So we're gonna look at some examples of that and then talk about how we can identify and expand the ways that we express creativity. Fantastic. It's, I'm thinking, as I especially think about the challenge uh, that you've laid out for us to improve our creativity, it's a muscle. We're working to activate those parts of the brain and make those parts of the brain stronger by simply writing down the ideas. So it's a great challenge for us this coming it's, week. It's a very important insight that you've just made. All skills are muscles. They're leadership muscles. And we, we can grow them and we can continue to grow them. But if we quit using them, they begin to atrophy. So this is why we come back around to these skills over and over and over again throughout our leadership journey, because we have to build them. We have to, we have to develop them in new ways to accomplish new tasks. Let's talk a little bit then about the importance for that person. I'm going to take this full circle back to the person who says, I'm not creative. So if they have, if that muscle in the brain has atrophied just by the fact of someone saying, I'm not creative, it's even more important to be intentional about just writing down the ideas like you challenge us to do. Absolutely. And that, that being intentional, meaning that you develop a habit of practicing nurturing your creativity is going to do two things. First, it's going to build your confidence that in fact, you do have some creativity that you didn't recognize. It was there. You just weren't, you weren't honoring it. You weren't giving it space. Secondly, through that practice, it will grow. It will expand. It will deepen. And you'll begin to recognize it's all there. I just have to tap into it and develop it. And I, can, I don't think there's any end to the extent that you can be growing creativity as a leadership skill. Fantastic. 
All right. Well, you have now piqued my curiosity for what we're going to talk about next week on the Complete Leader Podcast. We'll let folks know that, uh, number one, if you would rate and review this podcast, we would really appreciate it. Uh, it's super easy to do. Just go into your favorite podcast listening app, if it's iTunes, if it's Stitcher, um, you name it, go in, rate and review the podcast. That helps it show up higher in search results as people are out looking for leadership and business type podcasts and they'll more like, be more likely to find this podcast. Also, be sure and tell a friend uh, that you're listening to this and share the podcast, encourage them uh, by saying, hey, did you know you are creative? Here's the evidence. I'm going to send it to you and just uh, email or text a link to this podcast. Visit the website. It's uh, two websites for you to check out, price-associates.com. You'll learn more about Ron and what he offers. Also, thecompleteleader.org. Thecompleteleader.org is your stop to find so much relevant information about growing those leadership skills, exercising those muscles. And those are great resources for you, your teams, uh, where you work, or those, your, the boss in your life. Uh, definitely share the resources right there. Any other final words for us, Ron? Let's be creative in the coming week and we'll talk more. All right. Fantastic. Ron Price. This is the Complete Leader Podcast. Everything you need to become a high-performing leader. Thanks for listening to the Complete Leader Podcast. Find more online, thecompleteleader.org.